This is the Bart and Han Show on 98.7 ESPN. It is the Bart and Han Show. Nita Marks in for Alan Han. And is now time for the Power Hour. I'm here. <laughs> Served up by Graham Marnier. Made for those who, who love to step outside the box, who like to put a twist on the traditional and believe in a world that's not just good, but grand. You're saying it's Bart? the sour hour? <laughs> I got it, Anita. It All is right. the third hour of Barton Hine and everybody say, in need, the I world knows what time it is. When it's the third hour on Barton Hine, it's the power hour, 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 hour. Is your dog hiding underneath the bed at this point? I think <laughs> it, it probably is. And again, uh, brought to you by Grand Marnier. All right. Uh, so the Power Hour, we're going to do a deep dive in about 30 minutes, or actually 23, uh, in regards to that, uh, that, that playoff prediction model that ESPN has that I spend copious amounts of hours on. Uh, but nonetheless, we've got a, a, still a boatload of calls. Ira, Jay, Reggie, Medina. I know you guys want to chime in. We've been talking a lot about the NFL. Uh, let's talk about the New York Yankees for a second. Uh, they uh, they worked out a trade with Cleveland. They traded um, Floreal, Floreal. Uh, one of their best. <laughs> no, don't say one of the best. Floreal, listen, I was at a whole nother station. Mm-hmm. And Floreal has been around all that time. They were telling me about Esteban Floreal. That's, right. First of all, the sweatiest palms I've ever shaken hands in my life. Oh, that's I mean? gross. But they were talking about, you know, how he's the next coming. Like, look at how many prospects have leapfrogged him and actually came up and, and, and contributed. And we still haven't heard about him, you know, coming up in, when they needed outfielder, outfield help. He hasn't been able to come up. He's come up every once in a while. To me, it's been the biggest disappointment, you know, from all the prospects that the Yankees propped up in the last five years. So I'm glad that they're letting him go somewhere else so they can maybe give him an opportunity to play or get called up and play some meaningful baseball. baseball. Because, man, I don't know if I could be this type of baseball player that's been sitting down like in AAA for probably about, what, three years? I mean, five years? It's got to be at least so pretty much. Years. So pretty much what you're saying is good riddance. Don't let the door hit you on your way out. Yes. like I, Listen, I wish him well. He was mm-hmm. a, a pleasant young man. But man, if if, if just if, with sweaty you, palms, yes, I mean maybe that's great when he throw. If if he was a pitcher, he can be able to throw that 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 um that uh what do they call it the knuckleball. He can do he can he can do it. Yeah, he can do he can do with the, sweaty palms. I don't know the R A Dicky. You know what I'm saying? The R A Dicky spot, <laughs> spin side or something. I don't know, but you know I'm glad that he's, he's going to go somewhere and, and get a chance to play, man. Because it's like come on, like if not now, then when? Uh, so they trade with Cleveland for right-handed pitcher and uh, Cody Morris. So uh, they they uh, they make that trade uh, with uh, you know, listen and, and understandably so right like they're packed in the outfield now, right. So, makes sense, right? Um, so you know, there's no place for him to play. So that's why I'm glad they let him get out of there so he can get an opportunity to get called up and play meaningful games. You know, they're super deep there. I wonder what happens with Stannis. He's just a full time DH and, and not be active in certain days. Are you? How do you feel about Judge playing center? I mean, listen, he's so outstanding at playing, you know, right field that, you know, I, I just – I don't like taking a dominant player from one place and putting him in another place when he's been so dominant and he knows that stadium like the back of his hand. I just like him to stay put and make everybody else adjust instead of making two players adjust. 
Uh, you know, I, I'm really curious. It's for for years and years, right? The the Yankees were the evil empire of, of Major League Baseball because they had their core four, um, and then they were able to go out and and spend a lot of money and bringing in some top notch talent, and obviously dominated in Major League Baseball. And it's it's interesting because now now those are the Dodgers, right? Yeah. Don't you feel like with what the Dodgers have done this off season, bringing in trading for Glass now? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, you know, bringing in Otani, uh, Yamamoto, and so now uh, almost a billion dollars on three players. So now, you know, at the end of the day, if those, if, if, I mean, obviously, health is everything. We know that in every sport, health is everything. Got to stay healthy. It's like, who, who has a roster that can beat the Dodgers? Of course, if they can still stay healthy, and, and we know it's a very long season. Yeah, I mean, the Rangers still have a lot of talent, man. The Rangers, especially if the ground comes back, who knows at what point he comes back and Serger comes back. That's a, that's a, that's a special roster as well. But what, what I don't like about what's happening with baseball is you, you, you really starting to have the half and have nots when you think about it, right? Like, you know, these small market teams can't compete, especially if you're going to start being able to defer money, you know, 50 years down the line to be able to, 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 to be able to afford multiple superstars. You know, the Yankees, I wonder if, if things go well because they weren't able to go get, uh, you know, uh, Yamamoto. I wonder if they, you know, try and get a deal done with Soto before the season's over with, not even allowing him to go to free agency, trying to get him locked up. Because when you think about it, you know, they have to change their plan. And, like, I, I wonder, like, Blake Snell's out there, right? It's going to be a lot of uh, players that everybody was waiting for the Shohei Atani stuff to take place. And then Yamamoto kind of, you know, hijacked the free agency. Now I'm ready for free agency to finally start and start to see some transactions. 800-919-3776. Other news, uh, the Detroit Pistons lose yet again. So they're 2-28. and They're one fourteen at home. They lost to the Nets last night, 118 to 112. They actually were up uh, for quite a while, and then the Nets just uh, had a better fourth quarter. NBA is a game of runs, and sure enough, the runs benefited the Nets. So now they've got 27 straight losses. Um, that record uh, of, of the most consecutive losses is 28 to the 76ers, but that was in a two-season. That was two seasons. It happened in 2015 to 16. So Thursday, this is the Detroit Pistons team. They're in Boston. Boston's 14-0 and 0 at home. Then on Saturday, they're in Toronto. Toronto's 11-18 on the season. This very well, well, first of all, I think for sure they lose to Boston. So, that, so right there, that takes them to 28. They very well can get to 29, Bart. Yeah, listen, there's no record that any player wants to have. But um, you can call this hitting rock bottom. And, listen, they, they, they are going to trade in some of those young pieces that they have. They're an extremely young team. Like I said, you can go and they can start five players that's under 25 years old. And it shows in sometimes how they decide to close games out. Kay Cunningham was injured um, this year coming in. You know, not to make excuses because no reason why they should ever lose that many games in a row. But, um, you know, they have to figure out a way to, to, to use this as motivation. I remember when Isaiah got there, the Pistons were the laughing stock. You're talking about a proud organization that outside of the Bulls, outside now, or maybe the Milwaukee Bucks, outside of the Lakers, outside of the Boston Celtics, um, they have more championships than, than the other teams. So, let, you know, they have three championships uh, from the 80s all the way up to the last one being in 2004. They, they, were, they were an organization – that had a, you know two waves, two 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 you know historic runs. When you think about going to the um, 
Eastern Conference Finals seven years in a row and finally you know, winning one in 2004 against a super team. So I, I got confidence that they'll figure it out, uh, but sometimes it gets worse before it gets better. Also, you've got the Knicks back in action tonight. We haven't seen them since Christmas Day where they took care of the Bucks. Jalen Brunson, 36 points, actually 38, 38 points, shooting 46% from downtown. But keep in mind, this is not going to be an easy game. OKC, in regard to the power rankings, are up there around 7 or 8. The Knicks round out the top 10. Um, they're coming off of a loss, the uh, the Thunder are, to the Lakers. Uh, Jalen Williams, Chet um, Holmgren have been great, a great one-two punch, 1A, one 1B. One uh, and then, of course, you've got SGA, who's averaging 17 points a game. Uh, Thunder come in with a top 10 offense and defense. So this should be a fun, good matchup tonight for the Knicks. And that game coming your way at 8 o'clock, you'll be able, to, be able to listen to the pregame show starting here at 7.30, right here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, let's go back to our calls, Bart, and uh, let's kick it off with Medina calling in from Jersey City. Medina, welcome in. Good afternoon. I guess it's been a hole so long that he forgot to hit mute. He probably just, I, yeah, snoozed off. I think so. Uh, Medina, call back if you can. Let's go to Ira in Staten Island. Ira, welcome in. Hey, Anita Bart. Good afternoon. And, you know, it's amazing this season's uh, unfortunate. Well, I'm glad it's wrapping up. It was an unfortunate season. But, you know, all I care about going into next season, and I get to sexy talk about Mike Evans, Devontae Adams. We know they have to get a backup quarterback. And, by the way, player agents are probably salivating at the market next year for backup quarterbacks after what happened to quarterbacks this year. But the only thing I care about and the only thing I'm going to pay attention to is how Joe Douglas is going to fix this offensive line because I don't care if they got 10 Devontae Adams and 15 Mike Evans and a decent backup quarterback. If they don't fix this offensive line like everybody knows, it doesn't matter. Rodgers is coming back. Whether the light comes on for Salah, they can't protect the quarterback and establish a running game because the offensive line is solid. This is not going to work. No, absolutely. I mean, we know that that's priority number one, especially when you talk about having Aaron Rodgers back there. Like I said, I think you go get two in free agency and you draft one. Um, the issue is which one are they going to get and how the board going to fall. Um, because last year I think they they took a luxury piece in McDonald. They could have waited for another year to try and get, you know, and, and use Franklin Myers out there on the opposite side of Jermaine Johnson and Carl Lawson, try and, you know, work him more. Um, but they're going to have an opportunity um, to, to take an offensive lineman. They have to get it right. Remember last time when they took Mekhi Becton, you, know, you had Andrew Thomas who yes, got off to a slow start. But now you can say, you know, he's an all-pro caliber, pro bowl, perennial pro bowler. Um, and then you see Tristan Wirth. Outside of that, you know, Wilkes has been okay with um, Cleveland. He's hurt again. And, you know, Mekhi Becton hasn't, hasn't worked out, whether it's staying healthy or not. So you talk about, you know, going out and looking at who some of the top guys are going to be. They have to find a way to, to get up for, I think his name, for Sanu, Um from Penn State, they have to try and find a way to get there. I think they have to go out and maybe take a flyer on a guy like Lionel Collins. Uh, we know Jonah Williams is going to be there, but he's you know he's just gruntled playing right tackle sitting there with the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. He's a failed first-round draft pick as well. 
Um, and you can go out and, um, like I've been saying, Austin Peay, you know, all offseason and try and bring in three quality starters or starter quality players. And then, you know, also make, you know, draft, you know, uh, uh, offense line. That's four offense line. That's about the best I can do for you, Ira. No, no, I get it. But well, one thing, and in Joe Douglas's defense, now you know why he didn't want – and he was trying so hard not to give up that 13th pick because I, I don't care whether they look me straight in the face. They were taking Jones at 13. They were taking that offensive lineman. And as of soon as Douglas traded that pick, you know it. And then he had no choice. He had to give it up to get Rodgers. And once he gave up that 13th pick, he knew – he knew the Steelers. He knew the Patriots were going to do it, stick it to the Jets, and and then, you know, ultimately, you know, we had to give up the 13th pick for Rodgers, and of course, it's probably a stud offensive tackle. Ira, thanks for the phone call. You know, Bart, it's a it's a conversation that I've had on on the show with uh, New York Game Day with Mike Tenenbaum and and Amani. Uh, quite frequently, and that is, do you think that this Jets team would be better in a better situation if they would have gone Derek Carr? Hell no. Have you seen Derek and, Carr? And, and, and had, you know, more money available to address the offensive line, to address other positions. No, nah, Derek Carr is, listen, if Derek Carr is playing up here like he's playing down there, we would have we would have a boycott. Like, he is playing like trash. And the fact that the Saints are stuck with him for another three years is ridiculous. Like, he, he has a decent offensive line. Austin Pete, the player I keep talking about getting, comes from there. Like, they took the guy uh, from Iowa, northern Iowa, the other year. So, no, absolutely not. 800 919 3776. Let's go to Reggie in Harlem. Reggie, you're up. Sure. Love to listen to you on Saturdays, and Bart, you know you my main man. Bart, yo, you be sharp when you be on TV, though, man. You be having that line tight. You be having some nice suits on, man. No, I appreciate it, man. I go to Men's Warehouse. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, uh, as far as like um, when you said the Eagles, I think the Eagles, I think the Eagles need better coaching. They need a whole slew of, of assistant coaches. They definitely need a. I think they need a quarterback coach to get Jalen. Hurts more consistent. They definitely need an offense coordinator. They need a quality to control coach. They need a they need a, a new defensive coordinator. They need a defensive line coach. <laughs> and as far well, as well, understand yeah, Reggie. That's, what, that's, that's what I mean, I think but they need. Reggie, I don't understand. Think they need. I don't Reggie, understand. They, they lost. Talent. They they lost their offensive coordinator and their defensive coordinator this season. Right. right. You know, exactly. m- most teams don't lose both. A lot of teams right, just typically lose one to a head coaching yeah. opportunity. They lost both. Well, they can try and get right, Frank they, Wright. They bring Frank Wright back here. He's available. Uh, I don't know. Frank, I Frank Wright is finished. No, but, what, uh, but not, not not as a quarterback's coach or a <laughs> offense coordinator. Remember when they won with Nick Foles? He that's what he that's what his job was. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah, he could be a quarterback coach. That's true. But they need a lot of other assistant coaches as well. And then with Jordan Davis, you're right. I really thought he was going to really – remember, when he ran that 40? Jordan Davis. Yeah, when he ran that 40, I'm so happy they got the kid from UConn because I think he's yeah. a better player. Yeah, Baltimore Jordan wanted Davis. Jordan Davis, but then when the Eagles traded traded ahead of him and got him, that's when they – I know they're happy with, with Hamilton, Jones, though. Yeah, went to Travis Yeah, they're happy with him. Now, one more thing about the Jets. Um, like, I've been seeing on a couple of mock drafts, like, they have him taking offensive level, but then they also have him taking in case they don't get a wide receiver in free agency. They have him taking Malik Neighbors 
uh, you know, with that pick. So what what do you think? What do you and me to think? And happy holidays to both of you. Malik, Malik, oh, Malik you, Neighbors is, is a beast, man. Like, you know, outside of Marvin Harris Jr., like, he's he's right there with him. I think it's 1A and 1B. Um, I just don't know if they don't go for need when you talk about the type of uh, – unless they're going to, you know, pull some slick stuff and, and figure out a way to get back in the first round again by trading. Like, this is the year for the Jets maybe to trade – you know, next because they didn't expect to have a first round draft pick this year anyway because they expected Aaron Rodgers to be there. So you know, trade next year's first round draft pick to get back in and, and make sure that you get the offensive lineman and the receiver. That way, you don't have to spend money or worry about having to go get Devontae Adams because you'll have two guys and you can spend money appropriately. You'll have a, a a whole lot of cash to get the best available free agents and see how many people that Aaron Rodgers can attract. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's go to Jay in Patterson. Jay, you're up. Hey, Anita. Hey, Bart. Bart, you the you the genius. Anita, you the homegirl. ESPN. I don't care what nobody say. Bart, I'm gonna miss you on the radio <laughs> and on TV when you get your job in the NFL on the defensive side because it's coming. I'm speaking into existence, brother. Hey, Let's go. Lift to guys' ears, um, man. Yes. Bart, coming. do you do you I want a coach? I can't wait. Ta- to time see out, it. Jay. Jay, in, time out. Don't go like, anywhere, Jay. Like Bart, five, you want a coach? In like three to five years, I'm out. He will coach, Anita. In about three to five smart. years, I'm out. I just you know, my kids are getting older. Three to five years I'm peace. Rex taught him. He got a coach. Back. It's in his DNA. Anyway, hmm. um I love I love listening to you, Anita, on Saturday, Bart every day. You Man, you're the genius. But listen, I got a couple points real quick. Um, number one, I, I missed y'all when I was transitioning from the car to the shower in the house after work. But anyway, I heard, Anita, you said something about the plausibility of Zach Wilson not starting and not losing to Joe Flacco. Ooh, great take. <laughs> great take. Great they, take. Great they put him in the, they put him in the protocol because they didn't want the fans to get that visual. Joe Flacco Ooh, throw for 400 yards. Joe Flacco. Oh my gosh, the PR hit. But anyway, um, exactly, secondly, exactly, Jay. That's what I. That's I've listen, and, and and we had Mike Tannenbaum on, and he's right. I shouldn't hear and spe- sit here, sit here and speculate. Concussions are a serious thing. Um, if that's what are, the, if that's if that's what the Jets are claiming, Zach Wilson has fine. Okay, I believe it. We'll but see if he played I, I don't the last know. Game. Something in my he, gut's telling me the, the, the Jets do not game? want the out. Jets do not want that on. narrative. They do not want nah, that narrative want that. out there. But but moving on, check this out, right? So the Yankees didn't get Yamamoto. The Mets didn't get Yamamoto. Blake Snell is still out there. I heard you talking about that. Yeah, man. So five innings, though. I think Snell works better for innings, the Yankees. Five innings with the Yankees bullpen. Yeah, that's what I'm good. saying with the Yankees, not the Mets. I think, I think it works. And I think the Mets are in full-on rebuild mode now that, you know, they weren't able to get Yamamoto. You know, remember Cohen but talked Diaz about Diaz is coming back. Plan. Yeah, yeah. So Diaz is coming back. That shortens the game. That shortens the game by at least two innings max. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't know if they if they if they pay Pete Alonso long term, man. I just I don't think they'll be able to come up with a number that that he believes. I think cool. he's he thinks he's get the Aaron's Judge type of um contract, but Aaron Judge is so much more important on the defensive side for the Yankees. So I, I don't okay, know. Okay, real quick. Real quick, to end this point, and I got one last one. I want to hear what you got to say. If they don't pay Pete, then they can't go get Soto. Somebody got to pay Soto. Somebody got to pay Pete. Is 
Cohen going to pay Pete and Soto? Or is the Yankees going to pay Soto? Soto's not going anywhere. I don't think so after this trade. And they should have got Bieber, by the way. If they gave up Floreal, and I agree with you, Bart, Floreal been around since Methuselah. And and this guy ain't come up. So, last point, why does everybody seem to think that Mike – I'm a Tampa Bay Bucks fan. Love him to death. Why does everybody seem to think that they're not going to pay Mike Evans and not Chris Godwin? They got to keep one. Because they didn't pay him last year. They had the opportunity to pay him, and they said no. So, he probably – if I'm him, I'm pissed off. At the end of the day, he's won a Super Bowl. He's like, yo, I can get another Super Bowl. I hope he ain't too pissed off. But he's like, I can get another Super Bowl and get Thanks my money. Thanks for the call, Jay. Like, hey. like, it's disrespectful. He was like, he was hoping for a new deal, and they told him no. So now he's hey, like, be- all right, I went for another thousand. No to you. More importantly, before we take a break, if, if if what coach in the NFL right now was to call you, Bart, and say, hey, I want you to come coach my linebackers, you'd be like, peace out, ESPN. I'm outie. Um, at this point, you know, you know, it was crazy. Um, I was off to the job that Shannon had before he got it out in um, Fox with Skip. I was offered that job. I, I I'm not talking about broadcast. I'm I talking, no, no, I'm no, talk- no, 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 no. I say I turned it, it's a point. I turned it down because I didn't want to move to the West Coast. My kids were young, but now they're they're older. So I would move to the West Coast. I would go to Vegas. I would go to I don't know who the coach would be, but I would go to Vegas. I would go to to Los Angeles as well. Hell, I so coach it's, the linebackers it's, here. So it's it's so I go, it's, I go work okay. underneath Wink. The price is oh. right. Okay. Hey, Wink, hopefully you're out there driving around. Listen, 98.7 ESPN, you got a linebacking coach. Hey, man, he's available the in the next two to three years. <laughs> uh, when we come back again, the ESPN playoff machine is up and running, and I'm addicted to it. Worst things to be addicted to besides pickleball in the NFL playoff machine. Uh, we will, we will, we will play a little Bart Stradamus with the NFL playoff machine next when we get back here at 98.7 ESPN. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Time. Oh, yes. For Bart Stradamus, brought to you by Samo Institute for Pain Management. And we're going to utilize the ESPN playoff machine, NFL playoff machine. If you haven't uh, played around with it, uh, don't hate me because uh, you're going to become addicted to it. That's for sure. So uh, Bart and I are going to look at all the games heading into week 17 and week 18. I'm going to ask Bart who's going to win, who's going to lose. And, um, and then when we're done with our, our conversation here, uh, we will know then who Bart thinks is going to make it to the postseason. All right, Bart, you ready? Oh, Bart is no longer. It's Barstradamus. Welcome, we, Anita. Welcome we, to the dark side. Oh, here we go. Yes. Game number one, the Jets going up against the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns having to win to uh, try to continue to uh, put their best foot forward to make it to the postseason. We know the Jets are done, and they're starting Trevor Simeon. So, Oh, we're going to melt the two, a little Barstradamus with the predictor machine. Oh, I sound like Macho Man. Randy Savage had a baby. Oh, but I see darkness. I see a dark cloud over the New York Jets. Oh, Trevor Simeon, eat your Wheaties this week. Miles Garrett is on a hunt. He sees a homecoming game as the Browns are going to retrieve their bones stuck inside of the back of Trevor Simeon. I see Brett Rippon in the second half. As Miles Garrett is too much for Trevor Simeon to handle. Oh, Frida, a.k.a. Joe Flacco. Oh, the streak continues. The most intriguing story of all of football. A man gets out of the pickup line. He gets off of his couch to lead the dog pound in the Cleveland Browns to victory. So it is said, Anita. So it shall be. <laughs> I can't. Oh, and I actually get paid to be here. That's what's so fun. Um, you've got the Detroit Lions in Dallas taking on the Dallas Cowboys. I- I've got the Lions winning this game. What say you? Restore the roar. Oh, Papa Scott. Oh, the acid reflexes have subsided. He finally can chew and swallow his food as the Detroit Lions are no longer the joke of the NFL. 
decades upon decades. It's been a long time since Bye Bye Barry. But yes, this roar has been restored. And Dallas has imposter syndrome. Oh, they pose as a confident group. They pose as a group that believes they can win a title. But oh, the Lions will come in and play with house money as they have already secured their division. And now this is just the icing on the cake. Oh, put in doubt. Sow the seeds of doubt in case you see this team in the postseason. Oh, what will Michael Parsons say now as the Dallas Cowboys have run out of excuses and they shall be defeated by Jared Goff, who was such a throwaway in this Matthew Stafford deal, but now has come to reclaim his greatness as the number one overall pick. Lions big, so it is said. Oh, so it shall be. <laughs> as much as I love every minute of this, we have quite a few games we need to get through. Uh, just letting you know. Uh, oh, the Miami no more games for Bart is in. I shall tap in Bart, who is much quicker in speaking the <laughs> human's language. We'll come back for Bart for one last vision. Hey, what's up, Anita? <laughs> Miami Dolphins in Baltimore. Um, I've got Baltimore here. What say you? This is really a tough matchup for the Ravens as the explosive nature of the Dallas of the uh, the Miami Dolphins really gives them you know a tough time as Styles make fights. But the fact that Jalen Waddle with the high ankle sprain isn't going to be available means that the Ravens can get some revenge from the embarrassing loss from last year up by 21 points, only to lose in the fourth quarter. Um, I think Lamar Jackson continues his MVP campaign, and to do that, he's going to have to beat another you know, potential uh, division winner in the Miami Dolphins, um, and it really sets up an interesting game you know, for the Miami and Buffalo Bills. But you know, I think the Ravens, you know, on a short week, is going to be able to kind of get it done, only simply because Jalen Waddle – um, is out. But this is an interesting matchup to watch if these two teams face each other in the postseason with Jane and Waddle healthy. Patriots at the Bills. Again, uh, no discussion there, right? We're both on the Bills. Yeah, uh, right. Atlanta Atlanta at the Chicago Bears. This is kind of a toss-up for me. Again, um, Atlanta, both these teams, um, you know, still trying to make some noise. Um, well, actually, the Bears are out, right? Yeah, they're out. But they're, yeah, they're, they're out. Well but Atlanta... But Atlanta trying to win their division still. So are, we're on Atlanta here, right? No, I think the Bears. The Bears' defense, people are not paying attention to how oh, good their the Bears', Bears defense, defense is good. Is playing. Montez yep. Sweat might end up with 16 you know, sacks. And you know they really don't have a running uh, a quarterback. You think about Ritter, you think about Tyler Heineke. They, they, they really lack an identity, and they don't have a quarterback that they be, believe and is confident in. So when you look at the Bears, what they did in the offseason from all the picks that they got, they really spent a lot of money in the offseason to improve this defense, and it's starting to bear um, some fruit a little bit when you think about all the additions that they added. You know, Edmonds coming down and, you know, Cunningham, what they did at the linebacker position. Now uh, Montez Sweat replaces, um, you know, losing Leonard Floyd a couple seasons ago when they, you know, decided to move from those guys and go young. 
Okay, again, we've got to speed this up, boo. Um, the Raiders at uh, at the, the Colts. Love the Raiders at home, but I think the Colts and Minshew b- bounce back this 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 week. Yay yeah, yeah, Minshew Media. I, I, okay. I, listen, I got somebody other than Jacksonville winning the division. Jacksonville hosting Carolina. If it was anyone else, I yeah, might barbecue chicken. Yeah, yeah, but I but I don't I don't I don't think Carolina beats Jacksonville. Not at all. Okay, uh, the Tennessee Titans at Houston. Uh, I got to go with Houston. I don't know what mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud, uh, you know. But they do have Case Keenum and Davis Mills. Right. Uh, the Rams at the Giants. I've got the Rams here. The Rams right? big, yeah. They, they, yeah. Listen, they're, they're a tough matchup. with the You know, Banks is good, but they, they have two receivers. Puka's getting busy, and Williams is a special, special runner. Physical runner. Reminds me of, like, a better version of James Conner when he's going. Philadelphia at home against Arizona. We got Philadelphia there. Yep. Uh, the Bucks at home against the Saints. We got the Bucks at home, right? I don't know. The Saints can, you know, they every once in a while they can figure something out, man. Like let's let's see. I think that's. Will a, you tell me well, who do you want me to click game. here? Well, I, I'll go. I'll go with the Saints. Just you know that defense, okay. you know, figures away. Um, Washington against San Francisco. Of course, the 49ers. Revenge game. Um, the 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 Pittsburgh Steelers at Seattle. What say you? Uh, traveling all the way, you know, across the world, Seattle, that noise, okay. you know, uh, Mason Rudolph, that's going to be tough sledding with the 12th man. Kansas City at home against Cincinnati. Ooh, this is tough. Can, Cincinnati, mm-hmm. can Kansas City lose another one? Man, I, I, I'm, I'm, I might be feeling Cincinnati. Okay. Uh, the Broncos at home going with Jared Stidham against the Chargers. Man, Chargers going to blow them out, and, and Russell's going to be saying, look at me, I'm here. Green Bay Packers at Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota, no T.J. Hawkinson. That's that's a big deal. Uh, Mullen, I, I'll, I'll go with the Zaire alexander list, uh, you know, Green <laughs> Bay Packers. All right, now we're looking ahead to week 18. Again, Bart Scott, Anita Marks, this is Bart Stradamus, looking ahead to see who Bart thinks is going to make it to the postseason. Uh, Seattle at Arizona. Uh, Seattle. The Pittsburgh Steelers at the Ravens. Ravens going to barbecue chicken them. The Bucks at Carolina. Oh, the Bucks. Cleveland at Cincinnati. Oh, well, Cleveland always beat Cincinnati in recent years, so I don't know why, even with, um, you know, uh, Macaulay Calkin. Minnesota at Detroit. Detroit playing for that number one seed. Yeah, Detroit. Detroit's going to get her done. The Bears at the Green Bay Packers. I like the Bears, man. I really love what their defense, what they're doing. The Texans at the Colts. Oh, at the Colts. Colt. I'm going to go Colts. Okay. Uh, Kansas City at the Ra- at, at the Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, they'll, they'll beat the Chargers and send Staley home properly. Denver at the Raiders. Again, Denver. I'll go, I'll go with the Raiders. I mean, the yeah, backups, yeah, yeah. Jared Stenham. Come on, man. We, we know what he's been in this league. Here's a good one for you. The Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins for the division. Mm. Mm. I'm going to go, I'm going to go revenge for what you know, Buffalo did to Miami up there to send them home. And let's see if these guys are having heat strokes like they did before when last time they went to Miami. Going there, being in all that cold weather, and then having to deal with that humidity could be tough. Jets against the Patriots. Oh, God. This is like we call it, it's a bumbo. Um, even if you win, you lose. And if you lose, you win. Mm. I'm just going to go Patriots here. Yeah. Um, Atlanta at the Saints. 
Um, I'll go. I, I gotta go. Well, I'm gonna go defense, and I think the Saints have a better defense, even though Jesse Bates have been a great free agent pickup. Eagles at the Giants. Oh, Eagles. Rams at the 49ers. I go with the Rams. Puka. Jacksonville at Jacksonville at Tennessee. Uh, Jacksonville. And last but not least, the Dallas Cowboys at Washington. Uh, Cowboys. Okay. So now we've just gone through week 17, week 18, winners, losers, uh, Bart Stradamus. So this is who Bart feels is going to represent the AFC in the postseason. The Baltimore Ravens with the number one seed. The Dolphins with the two hosting Buffalo. The Kansas City Chiefs with the three hosting the Colts. And the Jacksonville Jaguars with the four hosting the Cleveland Browns. In the NFC, Bart is predicting the Detroit Lions with the number one seed in the NFC. The Philadelphia Eagles with the two hosting Seattle. The 49ers with the three seed hosting the Rams. So they would play back-to-back weeks. How about that? And the Tampa Bay Bucks winning that division hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Who got the Cowboys? Bart, your, th- Bart, your thoughts. Who got the Cowboys? The Bucks at home hosting the Cowboys. Yeah, listen, the, the Cowboys want that one. They they want to be, be welcome into the playoffs with being there. They don't want to deal with no drug or not. And, like, if they lose to that one, you can't be – if you're supposed to be a Super Bowl team, you can't beat the Bucks. I don't care if it's at home or not, then I don't know, like, who's getting paid, who's getting fired, because that would be losing in a, in a wild card to the Bucks, to Baker Mayfield. <sighs> That'd be tough sledding. This is Bart Stradamus uh, based on that NFL playoff prediction analytics machine brought to you by Samuel Institute for Pain Management. For a pain-free life, go see Dr. Jay Shaw, a double board certified pain specialist. Visit SamuelPain.com today. Uh, Quick break. We come back. We'll take your calls. Your thoughts on the NFC and AFC, what Bart is predicting. We'll end the show strong with your calls before we hand the baton over to the K Show right here on 98.7 ESPN. And just a reminder, uh, calling all New York Knicks fans, Knicks Wednesdays on DoorDash are here. That means you can cheer on the Knicks against the Nets uh, from home with 50% off all the snacks and supplies you and your squad need. That's right, 50% off. Just go to use the code GONICKS from 4 o'clock to midnight on any order, $30 or more. You can save up to $20 off your order. That's Knicks Wednesdays on DoorDash using the code GONICKS. Terms apply valid today only at 4 o'clock through 11.59 p.m. DoorDash, official partner of the Knicks. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. 
Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Bart and Han Show on 98.7 ESPN. About two minutes left in the show. If you're just tuning in, uh, some NFL news today. Um, As we know, uh, Trevor Simeon getting the start for the Jets. Tyrod Taylor will be getting the the, the start for the Giants this week. Also, uh, Russell Wilson uh, is going to be benched for Denver. Um, It's saving them uh, about $37 million dollars if they do not have him play the next two weeks and, and of course, more than likely, will not see him. Saving them? <laughs> they got an $85 million nugget they got to eat, don't they? Well, uh, this this definitely saves them quite a quite a bit of money based on, on what our producer Jacob told me. Yeah, that's if he, he doesn't get that's a, yeah, yeah, that's if he doesn't get hurt. They, they're preventing him from being getting hurt. So right. they wanna, and Russell Wilson might have pulled that, um, you know, coming to America, falling down the stairs stuff, knowing that he can get his money. And you can't be able to prove it. So they, they they actually did it probably a week early. So he couldn't, you know, he probably was going to do it the, the, this game or the next game if, they, if he's trying to get that money. But that means that they're still going to be on, a, on, a, on the hook for $85 million still left in this deal because you can't, you know, pay somebody, give them an extension. And then, you know, three years, that deal is a heavy cap hit. That's why they do t- uh, for teams for not being able to pay guys and then cut them. This kind of guarantees some of the money. Um, so Jared Stenman is getting the start for the Denver Broncos. So some news today. Also, Travis Kelsey and his brother came out with their podcast, quote unquote. This is what he said today. I'm not just one guy as to the reason why we're losing, not just because I'm playing like a do- like dog S, um, you know. Uh, it's not just us. I'd say it, but I can't. Uh, it's not just us being able to get the run game going. It's not just us not being able to be on the same page. Everybody in this effing thing together, everybody at some point isn't being accountable. So there's that. Um, yeah. Um, sounds sounds so, like the, um, the wheels could be Sounds falling. like there's um, trouble in paradise. Yeah, man. And Bart? They, you know, they thought they could just not pay – um, Orlando Brown Jr. and the tackles that they had last year and just move on, and that's coming back to bite them because, you know, that's what happens I, when you keep losing, letting good players leave the building. I have to close your power hour. 
That's right. Served up by Grand Marnier. Visit GrandMarnier.com to learn how to take your cocktails from ordinary to extraordinary and live grand. Uh, drink with style. Always drink responsibly. Thank you so much for tuning in. Really do appreciate it. Uh, back tomorrow, uh, the Bart and Han show. I'm in for Han. I want to thank our producers as well. Jacob and Julian, stay tuned. The K Show comes your way now on 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Yeah.